and he's just he wears purple and he shoots guns and he's he's mystical question mark yeah they rebooted he's the ra- he plays the rapper mystical yeah yeah, yeah 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 billy zane is the rapper mystical <laughs> <laughs> on an aborigines island and yeah, yeah 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 and he shoots bad guys and he wears purple he's the, the phantom i wouldn't watch this not a lot of people did welcome to bottle episodes <laughs> hi boys and girls it's time to turn on <laughs> Tonight, we invite you to turn on with our guest, Tim Conway, plus Bonnie Bolin, Hamilton Camp, Teresa Graves, Ken Greenwald, Maxine Green, Chuck McCann, Maura McGivney, Carlos Montega, Cecile Azorio, Bob Statz, and Mel Stewart. Turn On is brought to you by Buffer. Goes to work in half the time of simple aspirin. Half the time. That's buffering time. Welcome to Bottle Episodes. Yeah. This is David Piccolomini. Daniel Crow. And uh, with us back again. Hi, Dane Rothenberg. Hello. Well, well, welcome Hello. to me. Welcome to me. <laughs> <laughs> that is a good introduction for this episode because it's about as nonsensical oh as God. the show we're about to watch or uh, that we've just watched. Halfway through the first episode that you made me watch. Don't I say <laughs> we yeah. made you watch. Okay, fair, 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 fair. You're you allowed to let the blackmail info come out. That you invited <laughs> me to experience, and I forced myself to. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I had to stop it just to, like, research. What the fuck am I looking at? Yes. What is happening? Because when you look it up, it says sci-fi, <laughs> and then it just starts. <laughs> ah! It says sci-fi. Is this a genre? Well, no, I mean, technically. Technically, it's the genre. Cr- well, so Daniel, uh, you're the one who has been pushing this. So I because I think it's actually really good. I understand where you're coming from, and <laughs> I disagree. All right. Well, we have an hour to discuss that. Uh, we watched I- a show called Turn On from 1969, <laughs> a show infamous for being canceled in the middle of its first episode. Oh my God. It was lost up until two months ago Seriously? when two yeah these two episodes because they filmed one that just didn't air they surfaced they had been in the collection of the paley center but they were not available to the public they surfaced online two months ago and now you can watch them and they were a bit well the show itself was just a bit of almost an urban legend i can see that because you could find lots of discussion about it online for being the show that got the shortest run ever shortest lived tv show because it technically got canceled in some places in the middle of its first in the like halfway through so there uh, it was parodied on 30 rock and as i'm watching it it's like oh my god this is that reference well because tim is in it tim uh the guy the first he guest stars in 30 rock uh tim conway tim conway Uh, he's the guest host of the first episode of turn on he's the funniest part of that to me yeah yeah his sketches were good yeah, the guy from the Mary Tyler Moore show is pretty Carol funny. Carol Burnett. Carol Burnett, you're good. right. I don't. He was good. I like. I, I did appreciate uh, a lot of the uh, when when it started. It felt like this was like proto TikTok. Exactly. Where that's like, what's so crazy. This show boom, boom. is ahead of its time in a hundred different ways. Yes, but at the same time, 
it's it's behind the times because all of those sketches, even on TikTok, you're going to get sketches with games and beats that build and grow versus this, which is maybe 100 joke premises. So it's more akin to Vine than TikTok. Okay, yeah, totally. Yeah, which is, yeah. It's crazy that that existed in 1969 yeah. on primetime television. Before SNL. The, yeah, well, well before. It's after Laughing. It's from the creators of Laughing, mm-hmm. but they've turned everything in Laughing up to a hundred. Honestly, and out came Turn On. I, I, I to jump ahead a little bit in the podcast of do I think the is that allowed? Can yeah, I, sure. Yes, go ahead. <laughs> Through my research, okay, so Laughing was an in front of a live studio audience. Mm-hmm. You got the audience laughter. It kind of helps you as an as a watcher to get, get the communal. Laughing. Normally, I'm not a laugh track guy, but seriously, a laugh track could have helped this show. But because the, the synthesizer that's supposed to be the computer, which functions laughter, as a laugh track in some respects, so I love. The, so I love the score. The score is also ahead of its time. The, the score, score. It's it, kind of insane. Okay, yeah. let's 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 clarify what this show is. So, oh. Turn On is a multimedia presentation satirizing sex, politics, and everything else, splattered across the screen at blinding speed. One producer called it a visual comedic sensory assault involving animation, videotape, stop-action film, electronic distortion, and computers. In 22 minutes, my best estimate is that there are 150 sketches in this show. Um, in both episodes, I'll say 300. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. For <laughs> well, one episode, then, yeah. in 22 minutes. Oh, yeah. They just come oh, yeah. at you so boom, quick. Boom, boom, And yeah, great. You do that many sketches. Not all of them are good. A lot of them are not funny. A lot of them... They're, they've are, aged uh, have poorly. aged poorly, but some of them are good. Absolutely, some of them still take. There's a lot of a cab jokes in this thing. Oh yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent, and a lot of references to topical things. I I'll have to research a ton to understand. Yeah, uh, but um, well, and it's such a funny thing because this is 1969. Nobody has any idea what they're about to watch. No. Uh, they should have a bit of an idea based on I'm name laughing. alone. Okay, because the name is part of the. Uh, it's like the psychedelic catchphrase uh, tune in turn on drop out okay was that was that the catchphrase for laughing no no okay because i l- watched a bunch of promos for this and they don't mention from the producers of laughing they're just like it's like well, because yeah. get ready for did weird you, <laughs> did you see the promo where they're like showing what the lineup is for tonight and there's like a normal show about cowboys yeah. getting married and then they're like these guys on drugs are going to scream at you. And then afterwards, and then the TV debut of Spartacus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've that seen was Spartacus, the lineup. and it's like, you had this back-to-back. Yeah. <laughs> but also, this uh, this show in the schedule replaced uh, a primetime uh, soap opera called uh, Peyton Place, I think. Yes. So there were a lot of people tuning in to see Peyton Place, and instead, it was just a bunch of people for seven seconds and be like, ah, tear down the government! <laughs> <laughs> for 30 minutes yeah they're like we're doing an upskirt joke within the first 30 seconds yeah. hope that's fine with everybody i think this might have lasted longer <laughs> if episode two had actually been episode one because episode one is or sorry episode two has less sex jokes episode two was also a little more understandable as a piece of media because they at least name the the players they do that in the first episode they named the players in the first episode yeah i missed that huh my bad they it's do okay. it they do it yeah, yeah they do it huh because I'm, I'm just like watching it. And I'm no, like, it's very early on. And I was like, wow. Yeah, we wow. These like, some of them, I couldn't tell what was a commercial and what was a sketch. Yeah. And it's like, 
Well, it's it's crazy even like when you look at like the you're like oh wow that's what they were considering like what diversity was. Well, <laughs> like, no, no. You wanna, there's you, a lot of like we're like wow we've gotten all the stereotypes. Got look, it. Look, but okay, here's the thing about the diversity on this show. Uh, you can find an article from I think Ebony when this ran. The director of this show was black, which was exceptionally oh. rare. Oh hell yeah! Like the article was just like and being like yeah I'm actually really happy to have a thing. Not a lot of people get this opportunity. I'm really hoping to run, uh, cancel in the middle of the first episode. <laughs> wow. But yeah, like that was the other thing. It was very progressive for its time just to have any diversity in its cast. Its diversity in its cast looks almost modern. Totally. As opposed to the 1969, not at all. Oh, yeah. Well, like, there's there, two black people in a show of maybe 15, there's, which is very, very there's progressive. There's an Asian woman. There is. There's like no, a, she's the guest, wasn't she? No, in the second episode, there okay. is a second one. Yeah, there's um, two Asian ladies in the second episode. <laughs> then there's um, also like a right, yeah. some sort of Latin American guy. I don't know specifically where. Oh, he has the same costume in every some. Two, yeah, two he guys is, have the same costume in every sketch. That guy specifically was like every one of his sketches was like. By the way, I am Mexican. I know yes. they they don't give him different roles. He's also hey, there is one where he's a robber. Yeah. Well, oh, oh yes, of course, of course. Or one where he tries to hijack Superman to Mexico. Yeah, I. The the white guy who's the pervert, and he has oh. the the he had, he had hair. Oh no! Yeah. Every time he gets on on screen, he makes these references to things. I just simply I can't. All I right. Don't understand. I don't know the full history of the character of E. Eddie Edwards, but <laughs> I have some intel. Let me just quickly Please. explain explain to people the basic premise. Uh, premise of Turn On. It's supposed to be a show programmed by a computer. So you run through the entire set is just white. It's just empty. It looks like it goes on forever. Cool. Yeah, it reminds me a lot of like Lars von Trier's Dogville in how yeah. empty it is. Yeah, which is again like a weird way it's ahead of its time. And then like sketches come at you real quick, like five seconds in at premise punchline. Sometimes up to like thirty seconds. But yeah, between five and thirty seconds. But for some reason, there's this guy e. Eddie Edwards is the character, <laughs> and they'll give him like a full minute. Yeah. To just be like, hi, I'm e. Eddie Edwards, and I'm a foot fetishist. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's the whole joke for him. And it's crazy. And I he's mean, got, like, plastic hair? Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. It's so heavily it gelled. Wet. Yeah. But here's a little bit about that guy. So I have a theory. I don't have any evidence. Okay. I think this character... I immediately believe it. I think this character existed beforehand. Yeah. I oh, think yeah. this guy was a comic who did this on stage. Because I watched... I'd seen these, and then I told my sister, like, hey, you have to watch these. These are insane. And she watched it, and she looked up the guy that played E. Eddie Edwards, and she's like, yeah, this IMDb is full of him playing this character for decades. Like, oh, that's weird. And she's like, yeah, it looks like it's all porn. What? What? I don't think he was... What? Like, actually engaging in sex on film with people. My best guess is that he was, like, an MC of sorts. <laughs> Like, I remember when I was a kid, they would play this uh, ad on, on Comedy Central. If you stayed up late, and it would be like, Snoop Dogg here for Girls Gone Wild. You want to watch me watch girls flash the camera? Oh. And I would imagine <laughs> he was like that, but he did like a lot of them. But then I looked into it, and not only does the actor have his own IMDb that includes a lot of porn, but you can find a separate IMDb for E. Eddie Edwards, Jeez. which yep. he was just credited under, which also includes porn. So I think after wow. Turn On, he kept doing this weird pervert character. <laughs> just like showing up at points and being like, hi, I'm e. Eddie Edwards and look at these hot ladies. Do you think they paid him or he's just love of the game? I think this guy just <laughs> showed up on set and started <laughs> doing it. I love the idea of E. Eddie Edwards' Girls Gone Wild. <laughs> <laughs> he replaces Snoop Dogg. 
Or Doug Stanhope. Or you just did see Doug the most Stanhope do that? Doug Stanhope did a Girls Gone Wild. Uh, I don't was, know why I'm surprised. Well, uh, this is... That feels on brand. Okay, here's yeah. the thing is it is burned in my brain because I used to watch late night Comedy Central like, you know. Yeah, forever. so did I. I remember Snoop Dogg, but not Doug Stanhope. Oh, because I'll. Well, let me see if you remember this line. Show me where babies feed. No. Okay, that is burned into my brain as like a weird. I was like, why would you yell that at anyone? I think he's trying to be funny. Well, no, I don't think he's actually. That also to sounds like. I didn't know who Doug Stanhope was at the time. Oh I was my 12. God. <laughs> I was like 13. And I'm like, what is happening on the screen? In fairness, that also seems like a sketch from Turn On. It does. It does. Yeah. <laughs> a guy who looks like Doug Stanhope yelling at yeah. the girls to see their breasts by going, Shelby, where babies feed? He, yeah. Yep. You want to know what's crazy about Turn On? Snarf is in it. What? Like from, is it from, from Too Many Cooks? Exactly. Yeah. There's Snarf a... from Too Many Cooks. Oh, I, I assumed you meant <laughs> no, there, cats. There is, a no, pup, no, no. there is a pup that looks a lot like a puppet in Too Many Cooks. Yeah, that's I true. There's got to be a reference. How? This were lost until two so, months ago. God, that's insane. I guess they could have gone to the Paley Center and Which, watched it. Yeah, people would do that. But then why put in the reference? Because absolutely, he, it's like in the same way as that puppet from Two Many Cooks. There's just like a puppet of a weird cat or dog or something, and someone will do something weird, and then it'll just turn and look right at the camera menacingly. But it's and, the same exact thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Where it's not a joke; it's just simply there. That's not even the only puppet that just looks at the end of sketch. Because there's also a hippo. Yes. Someone will do weird stuff, and then yes. a hippo puppet will be like, yes. "Do you guys see this?" <laughs> Could you imagine, you're like, okay, let's put the show together. Do we need puppets? Absolutely. Dude, no, no. <laughs> this was, they were so insane with the way that they viewed all the media. They, like, here's how the ahead of time they were. They saw it as like this mixed media thing with animation and puppets and actors. But you can also find on YouTube right now, it's not in either of the episodes. So presumably this was made for one of the unaired episodes. So you can actually find the mocap on YouTube. It was one of the first Bits of motion capture ever. It's just like a little red dancing stick figure. But, but like, what kind of money were they putting into this? That they were inventing new technology that we still use today. It's very obvious that they they were passionate about this project. Well, so yeah. They put a lot into it, but I don't think they put effort into the right areas. I feel like they put a lot of effort into the uh, production and the art direction, which I totally respect, but I don't think enough was paid attention into the writing. Oh, you mean Albert Brooks? They hired Albert Brooks That's in insane. his first professional gig to be a writer for That's this insane. show. They were looking for good people, man. They really tried. No, they definitely, I, they definitely tried. Here's the thing: is imagine. So I think a lot of the joke. So this show is literally. It's hard to talk about, like in terms of premise or plot. We're not going to be so able to much really, is happening. Like you just need to watch it. It's on the Internet Archive. Yeah. It's on the Internet Archive. You can find it. It's you just watch like little. It's. They're 10 second clips. It's like your brain's going through a small acid trip of like weird insanity. Yeah. A lot of the jokes, it's not even that they don't work. They're like progressive. They're so progressive for 69. And yeah. then around 85, I feel like 85, 90, it started to be like, oh, it's still not quite. Some of them are still today. Where, yeah, that's true. But even still, like it's aesthetic. I don't know anything that has the aesthetic that it has in the intervening time. The closest thing no. is like Vine. Aesthetically, it's definitely very strong, but like. Okay, so uh, they well, put the credits. Actually, the aesthetic is actually probably one of my biggest problems, like because oh. they they don't have they they're so they're trying to rebel so hard against the traditional format that they they lose all uh, connective went, tissue to like yeah. get into it. Well, so I, I love it. It, remi it reminds me of painters like Magritte or something. I love it. Well, you know, TV's not supposed to challenge you to like. Why get not? Into it. Well, like as a general, like in the sixties, seventies, that's not. They were just they were like. 
Also, they were just putting it on. They didn't give anyone any kind of like framework for what this should be. I mean, the, in the promos, it's it's literally Eddie Edwards, the famous pervert, being like, "Come watch the biggest freaks on television." Yeah, no. Totally. <laughs> the, well, my problem with this show is okay. So the sketches come at you, boom, 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 and like four minutes in, you're gonna think you're 15 minutes in because so many things have happened, <laughs> and at the same time, they're giving you the end credits dispersed evenly throughout, throughout the, the entire episode. episode. It's, I keep it's thinking weird. it's ending. It's great. And so many things have happened that I'm right to think that it's ending. And I look at the time code. I have two thirds of this to go, <laughs> buddy. I am dying. <laughs> the credits are. I actually love it. It makes it sort of feel like it's. Like it's an infinite loop. Like turn yes. on, like turn on is always playing somewhere. He's like I'm not allowed to leave. Yeah, like, I'm mean, in some sort of mind prison. But also, it, they play the credits. Turn on presents mind freak. They they play the credits throughout the whole episode, so it's not like credits are running on screen all the time. Yeah. Just for anyone who hasn't seen it, but like every now and then, some more credits will show up. Like halfway through, it's like, and here's the writers. But it leads to some really funny jokes. Like there is a scene of two guys just having a slap fight in a field and then they put up choreography by. Uh, That's funny. That is, that, <laughs> That's yeah. cute. Yeah, totally. yeah, yeah. But that joke could be divorced from the the thing of having the credits go the entire time because... I actually, I like the credit the entire time thing. I think it for this show that's kind of weird, uh, I don't think that's the part that stands out to me as like the part that... It's definitely not why it was canceled. No, well, it's because of the Midwest. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, there there was a story that you can find. Uh, Don't write where, your dirty words on my wall. What? Oh, I yeah. heard a, an executive. Said it's like you can, you can write your dirty words all you want, but you're not going to put them on my bathroom wall. Oh no, I didn't. See, but I was saying like they were apparently at the start of the night having a premiere party in yes. L.A. And by the end of the night, it had turned into a cancellation party because before it aired in L.A., it was canceled. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. They tried to be diplomatic about it and say it was canceled uh, like the next week or something, but it was clearly just immediately. No, a lot of them just pulled it off in the middle of the episode. No, no, I understand. know that, but yeah. they, they said it was like, we're going to go do a retooling or something. Yeah. Yeah. Because they, they'd already spent so much money on it, and they were going to do 16 episodes, which was an ambitious order at the time. Yeah. God, that is ambitious for this thing. <laughs> 10 episodes, 10 episodes, that'd be great. No, if this had stayed, I guarantee it would have found an audience. Oh, 100%. Yeah. 100%, and they would have grown, they would have learned what works, and it would have it would have been like SNL today. There was... You know? um, Probably on ABC. No, I don't think it would have ran that long. Because, like, Laugh-In ended as well. Oh, yeah. Um, what did this guy do Not afterwards? even Rowan or Martin could say that. Uh, he sat on a pile of money for the rest of his life. That sounds amazing. Yeah. Must have been nice to create a TV show back when there was a lot of money in that. Uh, anyway. Uh, <laughs> The strike is over. I don't know why I'm still trying to defend writers. <laughs> <laughs> I guess they got what they wanted. Um, but so like, it's hard to know what's true about this show because a mythos has been built up about it over the last 50 plus years. But a couple things that I read about it that I found very interesting were um, someone claiming that the Senate had a hearing about this, uh. which I couldn't find a lot of evidence of, but I found several people saying, yeah, the Senate was like, why did you air that? And some guys are like, I don't know, I thought it was funny. And they're like, all right, you're free to go. <laughs> <laughs> Just know I hated it. Yeah. Asked and answered. Yeah. Um, some other interesting things I found were people discussing, including it's it's Tim Conway, right? Yes. He was discussing sketches he filmed, which are not in the in the episode that we watched, the first episode. They cut stuff? I think there was a second pilot altogether like that didn't air. Yep. And then what we saw is the first episode. I think there's a third episode of Turn On <laughs> out there. That we have not had access to. And I'd like to see it. Maybe that's where the mocap appears. Killing me. I think it's... Uh, 
I think it was the band the Monkees was talking about. Yes, the Monkees. That's another interesting thing about it because the Monkees had weirdly pivoted at this point and had decided that they were avant-garde weirdos. They had released a film recently, just before this, called Head, which is in the Criterion Collection. Hell yeah. And it's like uh, the closest comparison I can think of to Turn On prior to Turn On, and even it is not that close of a comparison. But like, it, it would <laughs> if the Monkees had ended, if that episode had aired with the Monkees in an episode of Turn On, they could have fully reinvented themselves as Frank Zappa, probably. <laughs> that would be funny if you're like, oh, I guess I do like the monkeys now that they're weird doing acid and being yeah. on turn on. <laughs> I like the ass- I like the monkeys now they added that pet hippo to the band. <laughs> <laughs> uh, by the way, during or after the first and only episode, 75 ABC affiliates refused to air any further episodes. Oh, my God. <laughs> You want to know what's crazy? So I, I watched the second episode that you guys sent me very nicely. Uh, and there are still we commercial. We did it with kindness. Of course. There, there were still commercial breaks in the unaired episode, which yeah. is like, what are they? It was just they... all edited together and they never bothered. They had two episodes ready when the they first episode aired. They commercial in the same way. Yeah, yeah. I guess so. It's, it's old film. Yeah. yeah. You had to splice in the commercial into the, the film. That's wild. Yeah. That's wild to me. But the commercials being in these are really interesting because the first time I watched it, I would every time a commercial started because they don't indicate that they're going to commercial. No, no. It like so you just think you're watching a sketch for a bit. It completely tears down the concept of a com- advertising. A completely straight uh, sketch that says here buy shampoo. But it, 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 <laughs> the show warps your brain to the point where you're like this is this is avant garde. True. True. This I, this I, aspirin I was, I was commercial. <laughs> I was losing my mind watching the dry shampoo commercial because I was like, my sister uses that product. <laughs> I've seen that as it's a real thing. That, I, they sell it still to this day. Yeah, but that's like it speaks to the power of this weird show that when ads, the thing that Run TV came up, I was questioning them as a medium. And it's insane because they what it didn't have the white background anymore. Yeah, it totally broke that, and that should clue me into that this is not the same thing. But it totally didn't. Yeah, because every single Sketch is like, I don't know what to expect. It just happens. Yeah. It just happens. And then you're, you're in it, and then it's like, oh, I guess that was it. I guess I'll buy perfume. This right. show, I am, this show I am hits loyal. you like a car and then runs away. Guys, I have extreme brand loyalty to Whistle now. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good commercial. <laughs> they, it was in both episodes. That was a good commercial. I liked it with the singing, the singing yeah. maids. Yeah, and then they have the they have the uh, the the portly maid that's like, oh, I use my whistle and it's great, and then they have the hot maid that's like, and she has like a just a pinny pinny tinny tinny high voice. There's also a butler there. You're leaving out the butler. I am leaving out the butler because he has the same exact voice as the less attractive woman. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna point out right here that we've explained more about this commercial in detail. It's easier single piece of laughing. It's easier to explain the commercial because. Turn on. It just it just happens so quickly. It's just, there was one sketch that I'd really appreciated. It With, was um, one of those four panel comic strips. The four panel ones are great. They're like memes. Those are pretty cool. Those They're like cool. memes from 1969. They had a lady. And they had Tom Selleck and the lady, or what's his name, Tom. I'm not Tom you. Tim Conway. Tim, Tim Conway. Conway. Tom, Tom Selleck. Selleck. Tom Selleck. <laughs> Tom Selleck was there. Magnum PI was there, <laughs> and uh, he's talking to a lady, and he was like, uh, "Do you love me?" Oh, no, no. She says, do you love me? Uh, ugh, whatever. I'm getting I know which one you're talking and about. She says, I'm a pot smoking uh, leftist. I'm crazy. I'm this, I'm that. And he goes, I love you. Yeah. That was funny. That was a fun little. There are a lot of funny jokes. There. The recurring bit of Tim Conway being arrested. And he's like, I get one phone call. I loved that. And then he like calls to order a pizza. Yeah. Or he checks what time That's movie show oh, he's on. Oh, and you find are. out he's like a murderer or some shit. Yeah. Uh, funny. It's 
and it is funny as a concept. I think the problem is, is they gave them no, like nobody, any hints of what it was going to be. Like you just walk in, you're like, I guess I'm just watching 18,000 YouTube videos. And if I'm from 1969, like it takes an hour to walk to my neighbor's house. I think the problem with turn on is that it asks so much of its audience to pay strong attention and keep a critical eye because it doesn't cue you in that laughs are coming with a traditional laugh track. So you have to be turned on up here yeah. to, 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 to get now it. Now you're but, getting it, man. Yeah. Now you're but getting the problem, it. That's, that's cool. Someone's that's stroking awesome. your dick because you're turned on right but, now. But, 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 but it all comes so fast and then there's like not enough to latch onto with each one kind of. So it's like, I'm paying strong attention, and I don't feel like I'm being rewarded. I, you know what? I just realized what piece of media this is closest to. What? This is Trout Mask Replica. What? This is Captain Beefheart. Oh, no. Oh, this is 100% Trout Mask Replica. Like, you... Okay, David doesn't want me to go further into No, no, this. please I go want, further into it. I do want it. more. But, Crow, <laughs> I do... I, I'm, I'm honestly... I'm just surprised this is the first time we've gotten to Captain Beefheart on this, this podcast. This is the first time you've gotten to Captain Beefheart? Well, I, there's never been a reason to bring up Captain Beefheart up until this point. I would never. just ad- advise you guys to listen to Trout Mask Replica, which is this insane album where, like, Beefheart wrote a bunch of songs and then moved some of the instrumental parts to other songs and told his band, like, just play it. I don't care if it doesn't sound right. Just play it. Or then there's just weird interstitials in the album where he's just... Like demanding that the people say fast and bulbous for no reason. They don't know why they're saying it's like, but you're doing it wrong. Uh, Does the album work? It's considered one of the best albums ever made. See, that's where I feel like it doesn't work with this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm willing to bet. No one likes Trout Mask Replica the first time they hear it. Okay. You're going to, in a week, feel the need to watch Turn On again. And you're, it's going to get better every time. Fuck. I've watched it like four times now, and I swear to God, it gets better every time. You've watched this four times? i watched it four times. Insane. This is why you wanted to cover this show. Well, when I, I watched it once, I was like, we should cover it. And then I knew we were going to cover it, but I just felt drawn to it. This is very... When I first started researching about this show, I, I was like, well, this is made for your podcast. This is such a perfect, down-the-middle fucking T-ball. It is, your... because the hope of my show is that we discover something maligned that is actually very good. Also, it got a four. It, it's sitting at a four point eight on IMDb. Criminal. Out of. But also, the thing is, <laughs> out of. <laughs> out of five. No, the, ten. The, ten. <laughs> the thing is, though, those ratings were done over the existence of IMDb when no one had seen the episodes. They were. There's also one hundred and seven of them. Yeah, th- those people were just rating it off the urban legend, which makes it seem like <laughs> an absolute crass nightmare. And there are crass Jeez. jokes throughout of it. It's no but, the room. No, it's definitely done with a with 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 a more uh, uh, careful hand. They made the show yeah. they wanted to make. A hundred percent against all odds. Yeah, they <laughs> nailed it. Well, the, see, it feels like the odds came after they made it. Well, so I <laughs> yeah. actually, uh, yeah, I know about how they made it. So laughing ah. happened, and then uh, they had literally like half of the people in America were watching their show. Sounds they could awesome. make anything they could want. They, yeah. Yeah. And so they gave him a fuck ton of money, gave him like 50% share of the show, and he was like, yeah, I'm doing it. And it just couldn't work because he wasn't oh. like, there's no actual financial. I mean, helpful to them that they had laughing to fall back on. <laughs> you can take a big swing when you still have the biggest show on TV. I feel like this crawled so that Eric Andre, 40 years later, with no reference to this, could run. Probably, yeah. And without even knowing about this. <laughs> there were, I mean, Eric Andre has spoken about his love of Trout Mask Replica before. Anyway, that's yeah, not turn well, on. <laughs> yeah, we we actually Eric Andre was originally booked for this podcast for yeah. this episode. Oh shit! You and I was the replacement for Eric Andre. Yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. no. We said once we found out you were available, <laughs> <laughs> we, we kicked him off. Yeah, we're like you go play out- bass somewhere else, you dork. <laughs>
We got an acoustic guitar player. Was that a cello? Titty titty. Titty titty. No one's going to get that. It's fine. They'll just, you know, forget it. It's a sketch from Turn On we're referencing. What do you know? You haven't watched it. Watch it twice and find it. Um, yeah, like trying to describe what actually happens in each episode is... It's a fool's errand. Uh, the beginning yeah. of it is basically they, they come in, they're like, hey, guys, uh, let's let the computer do the programming. I've never programmed a program. Featuring Tim Conway. Oh, and then they do the amazing joke. Uh, this is Peyton Replace. Yeah, which we've already explained Peyton Place. So of course. Yeah. I had to look that up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, there are a lot of jokes that I don't get. Not at all. I, there's a lot that I don't even know if there's an attempt at a joke. There is one woman in the cast who just plays various brass instruments. Yes. Poorly. Yes. <laughs> and never does a punchline. There was one joke that I, I sincerely Well, you loved. know, dating a producer will get you somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking, okay. Uh, <laughs> Superman uh, appears on screen. and Tim Conway. Uh, yeah. che, uh, che Guevara, or some guy who looks kind of like him, is holding mm. a gun to his face and says, fly me to Mexico. I don't know why I appreciated that. I don't know why... I'm probably racist, but you want to know what? It tickled me. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's a funny like joke of the time. It's a little a little stupid little cut. You know what? I feel like Family Guy. You can actually you can punch up this. It's always punching up to Superman. He's so strong. Yeah. Mm. There there are a lot of good jokes as well. There's just uh there's one of a black guy and a white guy and the black guy just looks at the white guy and goes, "Mom always did like you best." Yes. It's yeah. just that's the whole sketch. Yeah. That's funny. You know, they had another one with uh, white guy, black guy, and the black guy goes, you want to know what? People just aren't ready for certain things on TV. This is the start of the second episode. Some people aren't certain ready for certain things on TV. And the white guy's like, you're right about that. And then the white guy turns and he goes, come here, dear. And he has a black wife? What? That would have been hugely controversial at the time. Would have been hugely controversial well, at the time. But also at the same time, like... And then the black guy's looking just like... But later, <laughs> later in that episode, or maybe it's the first episode, they do just show... A married couple that's uh, a black guy and an Asian woman. And don't comment on it. It's not like that's the joke. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like most shows would have made that the joke at the no, time. No, absolutely. They were a trying to normalize stuff like that. that. The joke. Yeah. Well, and it's also it's really interesting and in, like the idea that like uh, as they're just putting this out, it's it's a, if you're like in the Midwest in the seventies. You're like, this is nothing I believe in. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's like, we're still not out of like white picket fence 50s era no, in some no, no, like no, respects. No. Like, it's been less than a decade since that. And so it's, you're still getting that kind of like vibe and people are just listening and going, no. This show was violently before its time. You wanna know what? I am appreciating this conversation so much more than my time with the show itself. You're should gonna, talk to us first. You're going to watch, watch it. it again in a week, and you're going to have such appreciation for the show. Do you guys want to reconvene in a few weeks after we've all seen this a second time with a little bit more So I will have seen time? it like a 20th time. Exactly. And we'll see if it changes anything. Yeah, let's no. stop the podcast now and come meet back up in a <laughs> right. week. Finally. Thank you. All right, and so two back. weeks later. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. Oh, my God. I love it. <laughs> I do love the idea of like, let's make this podcast take longer for us. Thank you. And by the way, two weeks later, what did you think of Trout Mask Replica? Oh my God. Incredible. Changed my life. Yeah. Uh, Overrated. Uh, okay, David. Covered head to toe in tattoos, all Captain Beefheart tattoos. <laughs> I um I, I quit my job. <laughs> you're all about turn on and beefheart nowadays. Well, I turn on my beefheart. <laughs> yeah, you're Lieutenant Beefheart. <laughs> 
<laughs> Vice Corporal Beefheart. Oh, God. Uh, okay. So, yeah, I don't, like, it's not so much that it doesn't work. It's actually one of the few shows that I'm like, oh, I, I like that. This is fun. This is entertaining. It's different, yeah. The thing is, no. some sketches don't work. No, of course. But that's true for any sketch show. It's just their ratio of sketches is so much higher than anyone else's. Yeah, they're just throwing them at it. They're like, how many sketches can we put in a single episode? Which is also like the, almost the approach that they made while writing Airplane, which is uh, different guys when I say they. That was Zucker Abrams Zucker. They said they just left every joke in because every joke was going to be someone's favorite joke. <laughs> Even if it didn't test well, they're like, just leave it in. That's pretty cool. And I guarantee, like, if you show... You know, a thousand people turn on, every single one of those will be someone's favorite. You know, turn on <laughs> did make me realize that on a long enough timeline, if humans do seem to live forever, we are going to see just like turn on uh, failed. But then we see Eric Andre. We see TikTok. We see yeah. things that are exactly this, but do work. We're going to see 50 uh, monkeys with typewriters writing Shakespeare more than once. We're going to see it enough times that no one, no one will see it until people do see it. But can a monkey write turn on? No. Yeah. <laughs> it's literally impossible. You yeah. need a robot. <laughs> and the, the, the synthesizer music. It's I'm great. A, I'm, it's I, over the whole show, whole right? Show, whole yeah. show. I will say this. The, it uh, becomes tonally, terrifying at a point. Tonally, the synthesizer music is cool. Tonally, yeah. it sounds cool. But melodically, it's a nightmare. It's yeah. Well, people hadn't really. Look, I've already gone into uh, Beefheart. I'm not going to go into like the history of electronic music yet, but people haven't really. <laughs> no, please. <laughs> people hadn't really made it sensible to a mass audience. No, yet. it felt like sil Gold silver Star apples. Ace. I think like the yeah. the closest thing we would have had at the time would have been popcorn, that people would have been familiar with. I think that. Well, that's a nice melody. That at least has a melody. Yeah, I can latch on to that. I don't think they're going for melody with the score. They're definitely not going for melody. I no. think they're genuinely going for terror, <laughs> <laughs> which I respect. Like it's true, an anxiety-inducing score. It's just <laughs> I love it. Going for terror. <laughs> Death grip. Sample the turn-on score. Yeah. Finally, yeah. Yeah. true art. <laughs> oh. It felt like a La Rue demo. What? Do, 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 tweet, do, tweet, yeah. do. We are getting too deep with our references. <laughs> on this I like synth music. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Finally, a time to check out my favorite podcast. Oh, no, it's all electronica. <laughs> Oops, all electronica. <laughs> I wanted to talk about turn on, like a light. Yeah, if anyone listened to this because they're a big fan of turn on, <laughs> congrats. turn off. Yeah. Thank you. Professional comedian. Hey, I'm shaking your hand. <laughs> I think physical bits are really good. They on also, yeah, it's great. I'm still shaking his hand, everybody. We're going to shake the rest of the show. You're not going to see any of it. I'm uncomfortable. I'm, I'm more comfortable than ever. By the way. Uh, I'm going to end that. There were six episodes in production. Yeah, I think they, they say that the two that are out there are the ones that were finished. Yeah, no, the other ones weren't finished. God, I would editing. love to see the unfinished stuff. My God. Just to see how much effort and like whatever they're putting into it. I would want to see the create the directors talk about it. There's only one, and I can send you that interview he gave. Oh shit! Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah. Ow, <laughs> I just got a spasm. You're just so turned on. Just so turned uh, on. Ramping up. <laughs> yeah. 
Hi, Yeti Edwards here. Now a quick word from our sponsors. Hey guys, if you're enjoying the podcast, please subscribe to us on Spotify. Rate us on there too. It'll it makes us look cooler. That's really all it does. That's it's vanity and it'll make me feel better. Is that enough for you guys? <laughs> uh it will really it would. It would truly it it look Daniel texts me every time. He gets excited. He like sends me a little text. So hashtag text for Daniel, because he doesn't do social media really, so that's mainly the way he communicates is through texts. Uh, anyway, you can uh, follow him on social media on Instagram at Daniel F. Crow. Follow me at uh, DPIC Comedy. And then Dane at Dane Rothenberger. Check us all out on there. Follow me on TikTok at LitGrandma69. And I have a comedy special, Goblin King, out on YouTube. Go check it out. Okay, that's everything. Good night. I think they need to reboot it. <laughs> like no i'm serious i think they need to reboot turn on it's on the air on your phone right now and turn talk kind of but that's not with a professional team behind fair. it fair a lot of like them are. okay but, but this just feels like like jash tried to do stuff like this i feel Ooh, like no yeah. they did they did long form things oh that's true but they also i'm saying like form. make an snl today that it is as quick as turn on and is that as ab- so, absurd as turn on was back then as it could be now I mean, I don't know. What does that, that look be, like? I don't know, but I'd like to figure it out. What? what I'm would not be... a fan of the single beat uh, sketches. I want it to grow. I want it to... That's fine, but also, no one has done them at any sort of like high level on television, so shouldn't that okay. art form and medium be given a chance to be explored? I mean, I, I feel like that. there are some adult swim shows that kind of have this vibe. That's the closest thing you can come to. Sort of have this vibe, to. but it's not this. Like, Tim and Eric's sketches are... The closest I can think of, but they go longer than this. Yeah. And they're in front of green screens. Like, this is probably actually pretty cheap. They're in just an empty white room. But I guess this is like... Saying stuff. We can, like a we can of make like this Five-second se- five films. Yeah. You know, oh, again... five-second films... That that's the that's the modern equivalent. Those guys are killing it, and it's the same. It's similar. It's not the same. Well, it's actually, I would say the difference is is that uh, they're not trying. Five second films isn't pushing any boundaries. They're doing quick jokes. Well, you see their new one with David Cockney. Cock- Cock- I don't know how to ever explain David Hockney, the painter. No, uh, the guy he was on The Office as uh, Todd Packer. Oh, David uh, Kechner? Yes, yes. He did Cockney. a hilarious... Wait, what I don't did you know. call it? Cockney? I don't know how to pronounce his last name. You're like, it's a K-O-E. Who fucking knows? That's not the... The letters don't mean I the don't th- sounds as I, I know them. I don't know. There was a hilarious one he did for Five Second Films where he's just a man and sitting across the table from his son. And he goes, boy, today is going to be a really great day. And the kid says, are you going to take your meds finally? And then you see the kid isn't there. And he's, that man is just laughing to himself. <laughs> <laughs> It's fucking great. That's yeah. a great joke. That's it. Yeah. yeah. That's what you would do in a modern turn on. Yeah. All right, guys. Five second films remake turn on for no other reason. Why would you remake a show with zero brand appeal? Why not? They remade three the crowd. Yeah. No, that had brand though. That was like a big turn on does. It's a notable film in the history. Of, That's no, true. Sorry, it's a notable show in the history of television. You know what I think you guys should do? You guys got to walk yourselves down to Studio City. You guys got to go to you. CBS. You guys got to walk right into the office and say, hello, Mr. CBS. Or you, you can I, can ABC, I play this actually. out? Say, yeah. you, guys have, yeah. you guys have the fucking rights to a fucking gold mine. You'll give this to me. I'll make you a trillion freaking clamoroons. Can I, can I play the head clamoroons? of ABC? <laughs> What's wrong with the clamoroons? I love it. <laughs> All right, so let's play this out. I'll be the head of ABC. You be, that, uh, you be the guy pitching the reboot of Turn On. I'm this you. Is. 
Yeah, you're me. Yes. Hi, hello, I know sir. It's a dream I'm come Daniel true Crow. for you. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I've been growing the beard. Okay, great. I'm going to dye it blonde soon. Perfect. Uh, hi, hello, sir. My name is Daniel Crow. Sir. Oh, I'm a huge fan of your podcast, Bottle Episodes. <laughs> oh, fantastic. So you know that I am looking to uh, make uh, you money, sir. Hello. Yes, yes. Okay, so if you give uh, me your money, I'll... Uh, Hello, Mr. ABC uh, Executive. This is your secretary. You have another call coming in from no, Donald shut, Glover. No, shut the fuck up. Shut Donald the fu- Glover shut up. is... No, no, no. Excuse me, okay. sir. Excuse me, sir. This, this, if I can be frank, this bitch is trying to fucking de- road rail me what, right What's now. your pitch? <laughs> because I got Donald Glover and he wants to reboot the show Turn On. <laughs> so what's your pitch? Okay, at this point I take out a gun and I just like put it on the table. <laughs> Great. Now what do you want to do? I love your gun. What do you want to do? <laughs> it's I, uh, a very nice gun. <laughs> Sir, I have Anthony Edwards on the line. He's wondering if we can reboot Slam Blackish my yet. On the ground, no, I'm no, but he can get involved with our turn on reboot if he's interested. <laughs> I'm crying and spitting like mucus out. Listen. You sure you have to listen. <laughs> so Wow, this crow impression is so accurate. It's the, wild. Here's the thing. Have you never seen like the, when he gets upset, Snot does come out. He's very it's shaking. Yeah. <laughs> here's the thing. Donald Glover wants to reboot turn on. And I'm a big I'm a big Don head. So I've been, I, telling I, I, him, <laughs> I've been telling him I'm in, but only if we can play it before Spartacus. But he will not agree to play it before Spartacus. <laughs> Would you agree to play it before Spartacus? Absolutely not. <laughs> I'm afraid we don't have a deal. God damn uh, it. You know what? That's a pretty good impression of Daniel Crow. It implies he still has a spine and morals. Yeah. <laughs> My impression of Daniel is a uh, misogynist who cries immediately and brandishes weapons. What did I do misogynistic there? I, you, called, you, called you called me a bitch. <laughs> yeah, that's not misogynistic. No, oh, but right, I was the secretary. Right, right. Oh, yeah, I forgot you were playing a woman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. If this podcast doesn't make any sense, just know you are in the turn-on experience. Yeah, this is authentic to turn-on. <laughs> this is, it's 60 seconds at most, and it's five, like, what are some of the, like, Sketches. Well, the longest sketch is Eddie Edwards talking about how he runs the Foot Fans of America, and you can sign up to be a Foot Fan of America. He'll send you footage of feet. He'll send That's, you pictures of feet. What's crazy is people still don't like feet today. Yeah, it I was look, ahead of its time. I'm not even. It's still ahead of its time. Yeah, <laughs> but like, I've also seen that sketch since then. Oh, you mean like ripping better. off Turn Off? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The something that no one knew about. Yeah. No, everyone has gone to the Paley Center and watched this. Oh, uh, yes, of course, of course. I, I missed that field trip. Um, so that's <laughs> I was long, sick that day. The other yeah, long, I, I, a lot of people go to the National History Museum. Me, I watched Turn On at the Paley Center. <laughs> the, long, the other longest sketch is at the end of the first episode when they just kind of stare at the word sex and make different facial yeah. expressions. Oh, what by the way, that? well, that... I mean, that was actually probably my favorite sketch. I didn't understand it. Well, it was narrative because based on the punctuation, their reactions changed. It's like sex oh. question mark, sex exclamation mark. Oh, I and it was it was a full it was like a weirdly nuanced sketch. Hey guys, remember when we watched weird disembodied heads in front of a screen in the Chevy Chase show? Oh yeah, it reminded me of that, <laughs> and I, was, I got afraid and I, I uh, looked at my phone. <laughs> no, I actually I really liked that sketch. It was very uh, well done. Oh, it's very the, much up your alley. Yeah, you guys are actually changing my mind about this, and I don't like that. Good. That's oh, the goal of this episode, Dane. I don't like this show. Thank you. Mm. Thank you. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Crow has been pushing for this show for 
a solid month. <laughs> I understand why you like no, it. No, I get it. I think, you, you understand. No, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying I also don't like. I know a little bit. You're like this. You're excited because it's like what if show you can defend without feeling like. Well, look. I'll also say this. Percentage wise, I think most of the show is not quote unquote good because most of the jokes don't land. Totally. Yes. But you take it as a whole package. It's very interesting. Yeah. I will watch it again, but I'm never gonna recommend it. Okay. <laughs> It's a science experiment. If you're a comedy nerd, if you're a comedy nerd and you want to see a little piece of history. First of all, no one who listens to this podcast is a nerd. Yeah. Sick. Um, um, Chad's up in there, up in the audience. Yeah, we're, we're actually big at like Phi Kappa Kappa. It's a bunch who, of meatheads. <laughs> so we're already to meatheads. That's who's listening to this podcast. Hey, brah, you want to go down to the quad, do a kegger and watch Turn On? <laughs> I hear that. I hear there's a lot of insightful political commentary. Yo, I heard Tim Conway's off the fucking chain, dude. Who's the guest host in the second episode? Because I don't think we actually we mostly talked to episode one. Yeah, well, it, yeah, it's because it's really hard to like figure. Well, it's actually not listed. I have to refine. Oh god, this, it's it's but. a guy and his wife. It was yeah. a married couple where he's famous, but she's not really, which is why I called her his wife. <laughs> I want people to know, like that's not what I normally say. But this famous Canceled. guy, this famous guy, brought his wife on. Here's the thing about the second episode while David looks up who the host was. Yeah. I would say a good third of the sketches in this episode are just people like face to face with maybe a centimeter between them staring at each other saying something. Oh, yeah. Just like a one liner. And it gets. It it starts off feeling, oh, that's kind of funny. And then the more they do it, you're like, this is actually getting creepy. How often they're. What is going on? I respect how much. It seems to want to melt your brain. I definitely respect that. But then at the same time, it feels like we're getting stuff that's like trying to induce clapter where it's like, you know, uh, they, they've made fun of it on 30 Rock where uh, a, uh, a mailbox was saying, pardon me, pardon me, pardon oh, me. Oh. And then someone comes out and says, excuse me, Mr. Nixon, you were already pardoned. <laughs> and that's the, and it feels like, oh my you're God, you're to, right. Right. That's what they were doing. Yeah. That's, that's from, uh, 30 Rock. The, well, no, but it's the episode with Carrie Fisher. Exactly. Yeah. And she's like, we used to really try things and get wild. And then it turns out it was just shit like this. Exactly. And that is probably Tina Fey's exact experience talking to these writers who are like, we used to really get in the shit. And you look at it and it's like, oh boy, yo, 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 yoing. But it, was, it is insane as a show. It's also, it's one totally. of those things, if you're like in Akron, Ohio, and all of a sudden your switchboard lights up with like 20 people calling to be like, you have to get rid of the show. It's the most offensive thing I've I'm ever seen. I'm watching the TV and I'm mad enough to talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's, I didn't realize that would make such, such no, silence. It's, uh, oh, by there, the way, Robert also, Culp and then Francis Nguyen. Yeah, Robert Culp. Okay. And his wife. Yeah, I spy. I'd say he's pretty culpable. Hey. Mic drop. Oh. Uh, um, but, I mean, he did co-star in it with Bill Cosby. So he's the good All guy. All right. <laughs> um, so, cool guys. But regarding like them getting into you know controversial stuff, the second episode, which would have never aired, the first joke in it is a news report, and there's a graphic that comes up, and it says, registered communists, not guns. And then the newsman goes, uh, today a couple in wherever was shot by a man wielding uh, a loaded communist or whatever. Nah. Like, they're getting into, they're like pro-communist, anti-gun. It's 1969. No, it's insane. Yeah. Uh, That's what I'm thinking, like... 
you can say that thing about the Nixon uh, mailbox or whatever, but they were really going in on stuff. They, tr- you're right. You're right, and, and it's hard to judge. Them I can't believe from Thirty a Rock did a joke about it. <laughs> well, no, and it's the thing is, for every one of those, there's a lot of like, uh huh. There are a lot of stinkers, and it's not even. It, they're not even like regular. It's just like it's like it's stuff where we don't have the reference point for it, and literally the the amount of people I. Truly, the only way I would rewatch the show, and this is actually the way I would improve it, is if I could get a time machine and go back to 1969 and just sit with a suburban family as I watch their brains melt. That would be fun. <laughs> that would be fun. That's the best. I would love to watch it while they just go, wait, the black guy and a white guy are brothers? No! You can still find those people some parts of the country. On TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. There, if, if YouTube existed when this came out, there would be... Oh my God. Like a video with 10 million views being like, Southern Redneck reacts to turn on. <laughs> <laughs> that would be hilarious. <laughs> Fucking, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. It is, it's a weird, it's, this one's tough to talk about because there's no narrative thread. It is just, no. it's just There are two minute. recurring characters between the two episodes. Yeti Edwards, the pervert. Yeah. And a woman who's on, only known as the body politic, which, okay, here's, you're <laughs> right <laughs> about <laughs> the 30 Rock thing because her whole thing is she... Makes a political pawn about the fact that she has big boobs. Yes. Over and over again. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's the same joke. She over appears like again. three times in the first episode and once in the second episode. The show is incredibly horny. Oh, yeah. I don't We've know seen you... hornier. Yes, for sure. It's weird for but, a but sketch show. I'll say show, that yeah. Lancelot Link is hornier because no one in turn on had to get castrated. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, that you know of. That's well, a, hold okay, on, good hold point. On. <laughs> You don't know what they did to George Slatter after that. <laughs> they oh paid him God. for all 16 episodes and then lopped off his balls. If anyone should have been castrated, it was E. Eddie Edwards. Probably, honestly. You want to David, if you can find any clips of him hosting porn, please put them in here. If I you can like... find any of those. Here comes a couple of live ones. Excuse me, young man, excuse me. Take one or two steps forward, friends. Your bodies will naturally follow you. You see, what you're standing in front of right now is your basic shoe of pleasure. Isn't that wonderful? Say yes, it makes me feel good. I couldn't help but notice when you gentlemen walk up that each of you were packing your basic Saturday night special, if you know what I mean. Well, by golly, this is for those with a hot member, a tired member, a member that itch, ache, burns, swells, or throbs. It's a truly amazing place. It's a veritable fairyland of fondling, feeling, flogging, flaying, and some general good fooling around, if you know what I mean. Inside, you've got your Snow White and the seven little people, and what they're doing to that girl is nobody's business but their own. You're going to see that inside. You ever hear a little Red Riding Hood? You'll get a chance to ride our eight furlongs tonight, so why don't you go right inside? It's only going to cost you a couple of drachma, fellas. You, you know what's crazy? Of it's 1969, yeah. and they're talking about artificial intelligence. And these sketches do truly feel like what AI today yeah. would write. If I went to fucking Bing whatever, and yeah. I said, write me a 30-minute sketch comedy show with uh, sketches that last a minute tops, it would write me exactly this. You know what? I guess we should try that. Let's fucking do it. <laughs> we'll make a third episode of Turn On. <laughs> you, know what's, you know what else is crazy that I thought of while watching this? Uh, when this aired, the moon landing hadn't happened yet, which means that Buzz Aldrin or Neil Armstrong could have been on the moon thinking about something that they saw on Turn On. <laughs> they could have been thinking of one of these sketches. Do you think they? Do you think they went? His name is Buzz. Of course, he saw this show. 
You think you think a guy named Buzz isn't getting freaking stoned? Oh brother? man! By the way, I he's found, tuned in. I found Robert. St- oh no! Nope, hold on. He's too oh. They can't find a secure connection to vintagepornbb.com. Oh, you actually you found stuff. <laughs> Robert Sats uh, porn movies and videos. It's a whole collection. Is that Edie Edwards? He was the Doug Stanhope of his. That's Edie Edwards. Fairy Tales, 1978. Harry Hurwitz as Harry Tampa. Fairy (laughs) Tales. I am never watching a porn called Fairy Tales. Oh. Oh, I mean, it's clearly going for it. Actually, no, I would watch that. (laughs) Oh, Edie Edwards here for Fairy Tales. (laughs) Oh, boy. It's all feet, for sure. Oh, God. It, like. So, as someone who is literally working on a joke, like who doesn't have a foot fetish, but is working on a joke about foot fetishes, people are immediately upset by the idea of it. Yeah, and it's—I wouldn't be surprised if that's half the people calling me. Like, why is this gross pervert on my screen? You want to know? It's funny. I, I deal with that almost every day because I do these live streams. And me and my buddy, uh, we live stream together. We like to make song parodies, and usually we just make them gay. Uh, you know, I've heard of fun, it. Fun stuff. Fun stuff. We're just yeah. joking around, having a good time. And I had the amount of commenters that I've gotten coming in that say, like, you know, I was watching you for a good long time until you got gay. Now I'm going <laughs> to leave the fuck out of here. And I'm and I always say, get the fuck off of my stream. You're not welcome. Yeah, I that's exactly how Turn On felt about middle America. Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, you're fucked, uh, you're fucked if you capitulate to them. It's a lose lose situation. Yeah, absolutely. Do not capitulate to yeah. like. Your haters. So you know, I guess you know what the difference. You know how ahead of its time was. Just like TikTok today, turn it on. They're not allowed to say what they really want without getting censored a little bit. Damn. Oh yeah, I'm coming Damn for you, dog. TikTok. <laughs> I'm coming for, coming you, for government. you. Yeah, you heard me, Chinese government. I, me, Dane Rothenberg, on behalf. Of <laughs> just going to war for you guys. <laughs> Finally. Oh, someone else has been turned on. Oh yeah. <laughs> Okay, Crow. Uh, how would you approve the show besides just rebooting it? I guess. Uh, cut the episode order in half so that you can, you know, put all of your best jokes in. Agreed. So one episode. No, no, because they were trying. They probably had written them out for what eighteen episodes or whatever. So they had six kind of. You can cram in your best. That's the only thing I can think of because ten episodes would be great. The most about most of the stuff about it is admirable. They were trying weird new things. I respect it. Maybe get the pervert out. Yeah. (laughs) Just remove the pervert. Yeah. Uh, that's weird because my note is more perverts. More perverts. <laughs> okay. Just give him a show. Just give. In fact, e- let's just watch porn. <laughs> TV Eddie Edwards. <laughs> uh, Dane, how would you improve the show? Honestly, no. Uh, you just give it. You it any kind of narrative like link. Not like they they do. It's a computer doing something, but it's like just give it someone to be like. Hey guys, this is going to be something like you've never seen before. Oh, you know what? There actually are those two guys. They sit at the computer and they queue up the next sketch. Sometimes, they should comment. Sometimes, they yeah. should. You, you want to know how I would change the show? How I would I make would like it to more similar. Premise. I would make it more similar to Laughing. I would cut <laughs> down on the Moog music. Uh, have it just be the intro and outro. Make it uh, a more recognizable melody. Uh, so it's. A tune people like to listen to. Popcorn. And you want then, popcorn. I want popcorn. And then, <laughs> you know, just with a laugh track, with the same exact show, just with a laugh track, let me be cued into when you want me to laugh. Because I don't get all of your references from 40 years ago. Well, hold on. That's, I mean. The sketches last 10 seconds. They want you to laugh at the end of them. I, d- I know that. But still. 
No, but but on the same vein of that, though, I will say, uh, like. It's not like it's like a complete surprise where they want you to laugh. That's not, it's like, not a complete surprise, but I feel like a little bit of community feeling with it. I felt so alone and so so sanitized. Sorry, that's a very funny statement. Weird, you know, it felt very. It's a very isolating experience. If you like laugh tracks, can I remember me, a show to you? Can I recommend a show to you if you like laugh tracks? Uh, it's called "I Live with Models." <laughs> <laughs> it's not that I like. It's not that I like laugh tracks. It's not that I like laugh tracks. But to me, comedy is a communal experience, and uh, it's not necessarily that you have to watch things with other people, or the only good things have laugh tracks. But good things make me feel less alone. Good if, art makes me feel a connection. If you like comedy as a communal experience, you should love Turn On because it seems like it was made by a crazed commune. <laughs> fair, fair. It, Those are the parts that I appreciate, but at the same time, the execution feels uh cold and heartless sometimes it was made by a computer uh, yeah <laughs> i fully buy into the mythos of turn on yeah <laughs> i think it was actually yeah. the computer was just too powerful they yeah. had to come up with the psyop to yeah the can you e, imagine e, e, the e and e edward stands for email can you imagine if, <laughs> Can you imagine Tron, but they go into the computer that programs turn on? Wait, the, wait, the E Eddie Edwards stands for email, which is already an abbreviation. No, dude, what if, wait. Email Eddie Edwards. What if it stands for Ed and he's the original Ed, Ed, and Eddie? Oh, what? All right, guys. <laughs> if he wasn't dead, I'd have him be a voice actor for all three of the for characters. Real though, Eddie could totally grow up into that guy. Oh, yeah. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> 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 or even Double D. All of them. All of them. Yeah, yeah they're all kind of gross kinda, perverts. Kinda gross perverts. One yeah. of them definitely. One of the Ed and Eddie's definitely have some foot. Fetish. Oh, all three of them. I was about to say. <laughs> <laughs> they're sucking on those jawbreakers to train for something. You want to recommend Ed, 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 Eddie? No, I'm recommending Turn On. <laughs> like completely unprecedented. I'm recommending you guys watch this show. Find it. It's on the Internet Archive. It was on YouTube until really recently. Someone made a copyright claim and took it down. I was, I was, I was, actually, uh, I was able to find them both on YouTube still. Oh, OK. Wait, today? Uh, yesterday. Oh, nope. no. They no, got taken the down today. today. Huh? Yeah. The ghost of Tim, Con Tim Conway <laughs> put out a copyright yeah. claim. <laughs> <laughs> the goddamn ghost of Tim Conway at it again. <laughs> find them on the Internet Archive, yeah. though. Oh, uh, you're not going to enjoy every sketch, but it's it, worth checking. It's out. worth checking out. Like. America, if you enjoy every sketch, you should be checking America out. America had its chance to have its own Monty Python, and they killed it halfway through the first episode. I think that's I disrespectful that. to Monty Python. I love show, Monty which, Python. With a show where a lot of sketches still hold up very early If you've given them a chance to develop. A lot I of the jokes in Turn On. I agree with both yeah, of fair. you. A lot of the jokes in Turn On still work. <laughs> Fuck you. Don't play both sides. No, you, divorced. you're kind of both right. <laughs> no, I totally agree. Yeah. And I never America, liked you as a son. America could have had a better thing, but it is not Monty Python. Yeah. Uh, okay, so, uh, Dave, what was the show you would recommend? I have been preparing this answer. Oh, my Ooh. God. I have a, a two-part recommendation. Ooh. First part, uh, Derek Zoolander. Uh, ben, ben Stiller didn't debut the Zoolander character in the movie. He debuted it, actually, at the 1997 VH1 Fashion Awards. Uh, and there, I've been able to find two sketches of the original Zoolander. It's the same thing, but the This the is like jokes, a Ted Lasso situation. Yeah. Yep. The jokes in the Zoolander sketches from that VH1 whatever thing yeah. uh, 
it's the same jokes as in the movie, but they're tighter and they're smarter and they work better. I'm not saying Zulander really the movie doesn't work. I'm saying these sketches work better and it's way funnier. It's just okay. such a good watch. And to fill out the rest of my time, if you've watched <laughs> those, then you're like, that wasn't a TV show. Listen to the Arctic Monkeys. <laughs> also not a TV show. Not a TV show. Just a good band. Listen to Tranquility. You told us you prepared for Wait a minute. I did. Wait a I minute. Did. If we're able to recommend bands, Captain Beefheart. No, Tranquility-based hotel Replica. and casino. No, just because just the child's misbehaving doesn't mean you get to. <laughs> let, me, let, let, me, let, me, let me defend my answer real, real quick. Please. Tranquility. Arctic Monkeys in 2016 came out with a banger of an album, AM. Just straight fire. Yeah, and great. then after that, it, during the pandemic, came out with a concept album about a hotel on the moon called Tranquility Base Hotel and Casino. They should have it's called it Hotel Moonifornia. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm recommending I think you should leave. 